You think that everything is covered in in blister packs? Just cut the top of it open and rip it apart with your hands. There's no top. Yes, yes there is. <laughs> where, where there's a hole where it goes onto a, a hook at a store. Pretend you're building the end cap, and you have to make it the display, and they, they probably... Oh, well, now you're talking industry feet. to me, so now I can understand it. That's right. I know that that's... That's the only way I can get through to you. I mean, now you're calling out my years in retail. So now uh, I'm telling you, this thing is insane. It's like Fort Knox in there. <laughs> I'm just glad you waited until now to open it. <laughs> you know what? Listen, I've been busy. That's right. We heard. Oh, yeah. How did, how did it go with Eddie Pepitone? It went really good. I I just drove into town today. I really haven't slept in in quite some time, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm fairly exhausted. So wait, how many shows did you do with Eddie Pepitone? I thought you just did the Dallas show. Well, the Dallas show, but then I so I drove I drove from Austin to Dallas and then back that night. Then I woke up the next morning and flew to California and uh, and then had uh, had to do some press stuff and then do a show. Uh, we didn't play that night, but I went and saw the new John Reese band called Plosives. Oh wow! And uh, they were really good. And uh, and then uh, had a show the next day, and then flew from that show to Dallas and played with Dracula's. Oh, that was yesterday, wasn't it? Yesterday, man. Damn it! And then drove back today, and uh, there's just just hasn't been a lot of sleep or anything else. This okay. I think I speak for everybody here. This podcast is your priority, Michael. Well, I mean, I'm here, <laughs> motherfucker. One, I don't. You don't speak for me. Two, he is here, albeit okay. in a way that is infuriating <laughs> to everyone involved. I don't think it's infuriating to, uh, to the listener. I think they it's, actually. I think they probably love uh, knowing. Feel yeah, what I'm doing is I'm providing <laughs> the listener with a sense. Of what a busy go go world that it's like right. to live in the big city. It's 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 akin to a British befuddled charm. It's I don't it's not listen, I'm not a I'm not an old badger. Just Oh, oh. Yeah. I just started to sound real good. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Okay, cool. Where's wow. your where's your puffy thing? That Mark sent us. What's that? Your puffy thing. Yeah, your 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 little oh your spiffle. I, I, is it for plosives? Is that what it's for? Yeah. Uh, huh? Uh, uh, it's like a, a very early full circle, I think. Wow, that's a very early full circle. Let's just cut this one off right now. I don't I don't have the puffy thing. I don't know where. I'll have to track it don't down. Don't say any fucking peas tonight. Okay, I can. I think I could do that. I can easily judge my words and think about that letter. What letter is that, Mike? And I think I, I think I will be able to do this perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So we've got a we've got a P heavy episode. Uh, letter P, not. Uh, oh. I mean, you know, maybe both kind. We I started to get real excited. In the- I, I was about to get, I was about to get interested in this for the first mm-hmm. time ever. If it was going to be right. urine related, you almost didn't regret this. 
Yeah, I almost, <laughs> I almost, I almost felt like it was worth all the all the sleeplessness to to make it back here. Right. I got to hang out with. Uh, uh, I I made friends with the singer of Nashville Pussy. Oh, Lane. Lane. Yeah, it was really nice. Oh. We we actually was like really like this. I don't think he was prepared for me to like because he had this band before that called Nine Pound Hammer that was on Crypt Records and uh, that I liked and just kind of we just went down a. I don't have a lot of people that I can talk uh, very like in depth '90s garage rock music. It's a fairly obscure. Uh, sub 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 genre and it was nice to kind of do that um well i'll tell you though you know i sang my little heart out up there though did you didn't the riverboat gamblers open up for blaine or for uh for nashville pussy like i don't know like 20 years ago or something yeah probably yeah we opened up then but i didn't get a chance to do weed vapes with them 20 <laughs> years ago oh is that what and, you were doing and yeah, well, weed vapes and talking about uh, the Mono Men and the Mummies. Oh yeah, nice. There, there's some other bands we talked about, but they had a letter that I can't use today. I think you. I know you've already fucked that up. I can't believe I've been paying attention. <laughs> I would invite the listener to email every word with a P. Mike has said. All right, like I said it. I said Nashville. I said. No, I said Nashville, Virginia. Every time. <laughs> it's, Maybe Mark can do a little bing counter. That'd be fun. You have a lot of time. Just hand it off to one of the interns. Right. Yeah. Thomas will do it. Yeah. Or Craig. Craig, I don't think he's been showing up on time. I don't know. It's not his name. His name's Craig. (laughs) Craig. Yeah. His parents were big Frank Frazetta fans. I was going to say he was just an unimaginative Dungeon Masters troll character. Yeah. Yeah. K-R-A-G. Crag, me crag, me no use verbs. Wouldn't use be a, be a verb? Yeah, yeah, it would be. I was just about to correct myself. Uh, again, Mark, make sure to ding Brian in, when you did that sentence. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, ding every error that I make, and that would be the yeah. one that people hear. <laughs> Highlight uh, highlighting all of the relative correctitude. 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 I think that's a word. I think we can do that. I think we can do that word no. too. You guys are about to I feel like real. I'm not assholes. gonna. I'm not gonna research it, but I think we can ding that word. I think we're safe in putting a bet out that we can ding that word. Surely, someone other than me is gonna Google it right now. I just don't feel like doing it. Yeah. Fuck. I'm doing it now. Also, guys. don't call me Shirley. Airplane. Reference. What, what word did you just say? References. Sure. No, I said, I said, I said, airline. (laughs) Well, look at this. Correctitude. Listen to the tape. It's a noun. uh, Correctness, especially conscious correctness in one's behavior. Thank you, dictionary. That sounds like something a guy in uh, the band Limb Biscuit would (laughs) do. I'm looking forward to a night of shoehorn jokes just so you can drop the pee out of things. That's, that's going to be Yo, good. Yo, I'm getting rude with my correctitude. <laughs> and I want to break stuff. <laughs> Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important 
clear news from across the globe with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Let's get started here. What okay. are we? What? Welcome to the International News Service. Oh, we're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with I am Brian Camp, and I'm um, M Dub Mike Weeby. And over to our left in the audio pit. Hmm. Shit. <laughs> I believe that was a p word. And I know it was. That's why I said. That's why I said shit. Uh, he, he's covered in flies and, 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 uh, Don't it's, take a, it out it, on him. it's a giant hole filled with fecal matter, but it's got audio equipment in there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mark Ryan. Hi guys. I'm just going to do a hi guys. Hi guys. You were such a friendly, you're, you're a friendly voice. He's the only approachable one of us. Yeah, I, th- I think that's true. Well, professionally, that's important for him. So yeah, yeah I, true. I get to be rude as fuck in my job. <laughs> So we've got a special episode uh, tonight. Uh, we've got a theme. We haven't had a themed episode in a while, and this one, I just happened to come across four stories this week that all involve penises. So this is our uh, God just- damn it! <laughs> I picked a bad week to show up to work here. This is going to be tough for me. Yeah. True. Mike may have some trouble uh, commenting on these episodes. I may have to Google some some synonyms <laughs> to that male genitalia. What? There are no synonyms for male genitalia. All they do is sin. They're built for sin. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the tattoo that Mark's going to get across his chest. Built for sin. It's built for sinning with women and... That's a new. That's a new T-shirt. That's a new. Mark Mm -hmm. that down as another in the INS T-shirt line that I'm going to talk about making for a long time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So our first story comes to us from the BBC. Ah, Bad Boys Club. Oh, the Bad Boys Club. Coo Little Pigs, spelled K-E-W. It's a. It's a business. Coo Little Pigs is a micro... Does it mean something? Does K-E-W mean something? Not as far as I could find. Like, maybe it's the family name or something? No, because that's not the owner's name, so I don't know. All right, the English are pissed. We're just a little ways into this. The English are already pissing me off. I assume this is an English thing, right? Yes, this this first story is an English. Apple's Club. (laughs) They, They report it on stories outside of the UK. No, they don't. I don't think... I don't think... Legally, I don't think they can... Coo Little Pigs is a micro pig petting zoo and farm in Buckinghamshire, England. What makes a what makes a pig a micro pig? It it has to be under a certain weight, like twenty pounds or something. It's, it's a weight class. It's yeah, a, it's a weight class. Got to make weight. So it's like it's like a pig you could have at home that you think wouldn't destroy your house, but it's a pig. It's going to destroy your house probably. So oh. it's a so it's a more of a svelte swine. Huh. Yes. Way to get rid of the pee. Good job, yep. Mike. <laughs> I, is, don't all pigs just get bigger the more you feed them? Isn't that? Aren't they all? There's no such like that's the whole teacup pig thing, right? 
there's there's a lot of debate mm. as to uh if micro pigs are truly a thing or if they're just starving pigs to keep them small oh yeah and i don't want to have that debate here because uh there's a lot of implications there that uh, a comedy weird news podcast isn't ready to tackle. I don't. I, what? <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that's out of bounds. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, of all the of all the <laughs> sensitive subjects, I am ready to dance around and worried about dancing around these swine cloven hooved controversy is not one of them. Okay. Like I don't. I don't know what you could say to offend anybody with that hey let me ask you this though you know yes. that muppet mrs uh, mrs iggy is she a micro of my damn it you said muppet <laughs> anyway man come on this, this no, is gonna be our longest episode that, that letter's not in, in muppet how do you think you spell muppet mike <laughs> it only counts if it's the beginning or the end it, what that is bullshit that was never established there's a lot of words that end with that letter <laughs> so i have to avoid those two <laughs> so it can't end or begin with a p end or begin okay. with that letter yeah so you could talk about how you ship things through ups all the time yeah but i would call it ups <laughs> sure you can say that you're happy they're starving these pigs well these eggs these swine <laughs> that's right i forget yeah because that is the position you're taking, right? But I'm not happy about it. Every time you say anything, I'm I'm I'm, I'm ambivalent. <laughs> oh, you! I don't think you should starve animals. I'll take a stand where you fail to. No, uh, it's not yeah, surprising. Uh, from I don't know. Maybe, maybe these maybe these swine want to get in shape. But right, you know, I don't, I don't know that that's what's happening here. I don't know anything uh, about the farm aside from this one issue. Well, I was just gonna say, fat shaming is not cool, and uh, <laughs> people should allow should be, you know, I'm body positive. Um, <laughs> so I think whether you want a better health, I could have said the the other word, but it, technically there's an e on the end, but it sounds like it. So what word was that? Shay. Shape. Yeah. Oh, you can okay. say that it ends in any. I, 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 don't, I don't. I'm not going to hold you. But to the letters that. are the what matters. So it's the sound. <laughs> you think it's the sound. I think it's the letter. Okay. Let's so do that. Farm? Let's do that. Then that gives yeah. me a wider. That gives me. Uh, so if you, if you said psychologist, I would say that. Fuck nope. you. You'd be like, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> fuck you, Mike. Yeah. So the farm has a strictly controlled breeding program. So the owners were baffled. When a number of unexpected piglets recently arrived. However, this mystery was solved when a micro pig named Blanket was observed climbing a bench in his enclosure. Hey, that's Michael Jackson's baby's <laughs> name. Blanket? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's really rude. <laughs> that is so rude. That's like if you had a baby swine and you named him um, Mike Weeby. I would be upset. But you know what? It might, it might, you know what? It might inspire me to get in better shape. So, blanket was observed climbing a bench in his enclosure before jumping so hard that he broke the bench and propelled himself over a four and a half foot fence. That's a one point four meters for the rest of the world, and began Wait. mating. Mm. Uh oh, we're not Ryan's the only upset. one. No, I'm not upset. Yeah. I just think that it's it's a falsehood to claim that we're the only ones who use inches and feet and yards. What is that, imperial 
standard. What do we call there's that? A, listen, there's two kinds of countries. Those that use the metric system and those that have been to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and, then I, and then I flex on you after I say that. R- Russia's been to the moon. For the listener, it was very intimidating when Mike leaned into the camera. Russia's never been to the moon. Haven't they? No, no, dude. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I mean maybe they sent a sent some poor dog up there or something, but they never had a dude. They never had a dude up there doing kickflips like we did. <laughs> did. You say a poor? Did you say a poor dog? What's that? Did you say a poor dog? Sent a poor dog up there? I said a whore dog. Like oh. they have a bunch of. <laughs> they have a bunch of uh, you know uh, they have a bunch of hooker dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they sent one of those up there. And but you know, yeah. they never had like dune buggies and shit like that like we did. <laughs> we were fucking rolling around in there like we we're the Manson family. Just <laughs> jumping off dunes and flipping off the earth. Yeah, so he propelled himself over the four and a half foot fence. This sounds like a children's story. This is like the God, all the words have the that letter in it. But just um, just wait, it's about to get way beyond PG thirteen here. He propelled himself over the fence and began mating. Blanket pulls out his dick and starts checking off. Began mating with two female pigs in front of visitors. Mike, nice. good for him. Did he? Did he pull out his dick? Is that what happened? What? Said he whipped out his. Said he whipped out his dick. He whipped out his <laughs> dick. All right. The owner. To sure. The owner said, "Quote: Now he has broken the bench." And we have put extra measures in place. Sadly for Blanket and his girlfriends, the fun is over. Man, what an asshole. The farm's designated breeding male is a pig named Milo. But the farm said Milo is only responsible for about 20% of this year's piglets, while Blanket fathered a total of 71. I have an emotion for him that is respect. I have respect of him. <laughs> that's, that's good. So is it, I, I have a question about this. Yeah. So I'm assuming that the reason blanket is a problem is because they're trying to not have too many piglets in total, right? Because it, it would be silly if blanket has proven to be the far superior breeding animal. I think he has proven that. The problem is blanket's that it's clearly the... No, what what is it? The, the issue, okay, is that blanket uh-huh. has the evil gene. <laughs> there's there's seventy one. He's creating a whole bunch of little Damien's omen twos. They have little six 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 tattoos behind their little pig ears. Yeah, it's little. Mm-hmm. It's like little birthmarks. Their their tails curl yeah. up into sixes. They line up. Oh, they they true. are they're real they're real mean just like that book Animal House Factory <laughs> written by George Orson <laughs> Animal Farm it's called Animal Farm I think and it is about how the animals start talking and and they're some of them are mean. And they cuss, and they start a lot of troubles. And the biggest oh. problems are the hogs. They are the meanest, and they are the worst. And then at the end, you a bunch of stuff happens, and you finish reading it, just like I read it recently, because I read that one a lot. 
Mm-hmm. You can tell. And I and you read it and then you go, Oh man, you know what? This is about this is about talking to animals, but it's also secretly about society and capitalism. And I don't like either one. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like society or capitalism? I, I mean, when you read this book, Animal Factory Farm, you will, you will, you won't like them either. You'll understand. That's why, other than this computer, I don't use any technology because there's this book called uh, 1984. Mm-hmm. It is about how it's the year, it's set in the year 1984, and everybody's lining up to go see Back to the Future. And while they're lined up, uh, a robot comes by, and the robot says, Hey, everybody, guess what? You're not allowed to think nothing no more. Just go watch Back to the Future. And everybody's like, okay, I think that's cool. And, the, and that book kind of tells us about the dangers of technology. I thought Back to the Future came out in 1985. Well, I mean, that's how ahead of its time that book was. It predicted oh. all kinds of things. <laughs> it predicted things like big TVs and, oh, wow. uh, and Back to the Future and, uh, and hovercrafts and hoverboards. That's that's in 1984. Yeah, it predicted a key piece to Back to the Future too, because it predicted hoverboards. A key oh. what now? A key beast <laughs> or beast like one of those 71 piglets that were spawned that were in the book Animal Factory Farm. I like it <laughs> in Animal Factory Farm. <laughs> yeah. So our next story comes to us from the Bristol Post. A man was recently visiting a shopping center in Stoke, England, and had just purchased more than... Stoke! <laughs> Going to England, dude. Stoke. They, they, got, they got a killer. They got a killer half They got a killer half there. <laughs> he had just purchased more than $500 worth of clothes when the manager came out... From Gadzooks, his- probably. <laughs> And accused him of shoplifting. Some Vision Streetwear, right, Mike? Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe a Santa Cruz T-shirt with a screaming hand on it. <laughs> Apparently, the manager said she knew the man had stolen clothes because of a bulge in the man's pants. The man said, quote, They kept pointing at my crotch, and I replied, Excuse me, that's my penis. So the man pulled down his pants in the middle of the store, and they still didn't believe him. Yeah, they they pulled down his pants, and he pulled it out, and he said, look, it is some clothes. It's Vera Wang. (laughs) (laughs) Good for this guy. So, yeah. yeah, he pulled down his pants in the middle of the store, and they still didn't believe him, so he volunteered to take a male staff member into the changing room to inspect his bulge. Then the store kept him in the changing room while a line, or as they say in England, a queue. It's actually pronounced quay, but go ahead. Formed outside and everyone waiting knew what happened. He said it was very humiliating. Eventually the man was released. He demanded a refund and said he would never return to the store. That's why Gadzooks went out of business. He told the newspaper, quote, I felt like I was a little man, be it one with a large penis against this big corporate company. It's so frustrating. Oh, man. 
This dude is telling that story every chance he gets. <laughs> and will for the rest of his life. He'll probably, God damn it, he'll most likely uh, uh, do that computer thing where it spits out a, oh gosh, a, uh, a, a thin, it'll, it'll, yeah, yeah, he'll have one of those, and it'll make the thing come out that's the material that you use in books, and he'll he'll carry it around everywhere and just kind of let it let it fall out of his out of his jacket and stuff. Oh, what's this? Oh, that article about the time that my giant, giant, giant <laughs> cock got me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, you probably don't want to hear about that. Anyway, I was walking into Gadzooks, <laughs> and I'll be honest, it was chilly that day, so it wasn't even a full, right? wasn't even a full, it was a half-mask situation. In the middle of Stoke. Yeah, what do they just mm-hmm. not see dicks in Stoke? It's a weird thing to see and insist must be something other than a very large right. penis. Like, I think... I would, I would, it's, it's hard for me to imagine somebody accusing somebody of stealing something based solely on, like, if you had well, something people steal. A clothes, apparently. Uh, razor blades. Razor blades. <laughs> That's why they have to put them in cages, because everybody's mm-hmm. stealing them. Yep. But, uh, hey, why are they so expensive? Uh, that story and much more next later <laughs> in the international news. I feel like Andy Rooney's kind of pissed off about those <laughs> razor blades. Why are razor blades so expensive (laughs) why are we supposed to shave every day are we supposed to shave our genitals too now that's what they're saying i miss a full furry bush we haven't had andy rooney in a long time back with a vengeance so i will say this like uh i hadn't written this in the story but the uh a spokesman for the like corporate the store was called jd sports and a spokesman for like the uh, the corporate store like released a statement that's the dumbest statement ever. He says the customer in question was exhibiting suspicious behavior in the store. When the manager confronted the customer, he became abusive. Mm. Like you know, hey, you're stealing stuff. Like, how, what are you? Sp- who is then not going to get say, hostile about that? You say, hey. Five bucks to look at it. Ten bucks if you want me to see me work it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's most likely what he was doing in that room. Was just everyone come in. All right, five bucks if you want to see it. All right, you want to see it. Ten, ten oh. bucks. Ten bucks if you want to see me work it. And then if you want to be a part of any of this, the price goes way up. Way up. Well, how much? Way up. We're talking twelve dollars. Twelve dollars, least. <laughs> so, Kevin, isn't it just as possible that? what the store is saying happened is exactly what happened. And this guy just invented a fantasy about the time he got away with shoplifting something. And he just insisted that the reason that they stopped him is because he had a giant penis. Big no, old they honker. inspected his junk in the, uh, in the changing room and then let him well, go. According to who? Well, otherwise there would have been a police report or something, right? No, they would, they would have filed a police report under hog leg. <laughs> I could see them going to the changing room and, him maybe dropping trout to prove it, but I, I, I doubt the entire. I have a giant penis line of this story. 
I think yeah. that the uh, the corporate store probably would have said, no, he stole stuff. It's hard for me to imagine a British man with a giant penis. <laughs> That's how, true. How That's often do you true. imagine a British men's penises, Brian? It's just hard for me, hard for me to imagine. You ever watch James Bond? I'm sure everyone. I'm sure everyone's watched James Bond has thought about whether James Bond is cut or uncut. I know I have. Mm-hmm. So for our next story in our penis episode of a uh, INS, it comes from the Guardian. I can make it do the helicopter. <laughs> was that, was that a? That was James Bond explaining. Which, <laughs> Which James Bond was that? Mike? That was George Lazenby. Okay. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. It's a good yeah. safe bet. <laughs> Talking about how he can swing his dick all the way around. Mm-hmm. Just using just by shaking his hips. Right. And I'm here <laughs> for it. Right. But but for real though, if I ever get caught, like I might become the world's biggest cat burglar. And if I get caught, I'd be get caught, I'd be like, Oh, I got a big dick. Yeah. You probably shouldn't become a cat burglar because you People would accuse you all the time of stealing something, yeah. right? Oh, are yeah. You, are you saying mm. that cat burglars shove everything they steal down their pants? Well, the thing is, I've been accused of a lot of white-collar crime, but it's because I have a big dick. Well, don't cat burglars wear, like, super tight leotards with, like, with like turtlenecks? Yeah, right? and we, and we, yeah, and we walk on our tippy toes. Right. So where else are you going to put the jewels that you've stolen if not next to the family jewels. <laughs> so our next story comes to us from the Guardian. I only know of a of a roller derby team called the Guardians. Is there another team? Oh yeah. I I got the blockers autograph one time. <laughs> it's really, I'm more of a jammer fan. Their jammer core is fantastic. Ronda Rowdy. A 66-year-old electrician in Germany is accused of murdering one man and mutilating several others by performing illegal operations on their genitals. The man allegedly began performing surgeries on his kitchen table and told his victims he was a trained medical professional. The man said he offered his services on sadomasochistic websites in order to earn enough to pay off his debts. All right. Oh, did he owe Jabba the Hut? Oh, maybe. You don't want to owe Jabba the Hut. I don't have it with me, Greedo. I just have to go cut off a few dicks. <laughs> this is the original uh, script. Right? And then, and then when Han Solo shoots him, he shoots off his dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they cut and it out. And he shoots first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we all know that Han Solo shoots off people's dicks first. He doesn't mm-hmm. even. Get- and then Chewbacca eats them. That's why all those stormtroopers were such poor shots. They were too preoccupied with concern over yeah. their dicks. <laughs> Getting shot off by Han Solo. Yeah. That's canon. That's canon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, it is canon. It's written in an in a expanded universe book by Timothy Zahn. <laughs> <laughs> the man said he castrated or partially amputated the genitals of eight men between 2018 and 2020, but he denied the allegation that he was responsible for the death of one man who died several days after the procedure. The surgeon has been charged with murder and with causing serious and dangerous bodily harm. Hmm. That's what I like about this country is that we can, (laughs) we're a workman journeyman country, excuse me. 
Bless you. And this, is, this is Germany. I know. So that's what I oh, like okay. about this country. As opposed to Germany, <laughs> we allow our citizens to get good at something. All you have to do is say, I'm going to do surgery on your dick. But let me say this. Poor man's patent. I don't know what I'm doing. Poor man's patent. Poor man's patent. Poor man's patent. So many people. And you just... You just poor man. You just made a patent for being an amateur surgeon when you do that. As the as the only one here who went to law school, uh, I want I want to just express that that's not how that works at all. That is how that works here. No, it seems pretty effective. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you talking about? Are you talking about California? Are you talking about Texas? Both. No. Well, there you're wrong. Okay. You know, you might have one place right, but you definitely have the other place wrong, and I'm not going to tell you which. I'm going to go. Thank you. <laughs> go get out. Rogret's Law Book, Volume 9. You mean Roger's Thesaurus? No, Rogret's. <laughs> As in, mean, I have no Rogret's. You mean Black's Law Dictionary? No, it's not. Jack Black didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> Rogret's Row Problems. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a good t-shirt. Uh, well, the store's on the way. Let's get Craig to write that down. Our last story is a Patreon exclusive. So if you, if, if the listener, if you enjoyed these uh, three penis stories and you're like, and how could enough, you not? How could you not? You, you're just thinking three is not enough. I need a fourth dick story. Well, go to the Patreon, subscribe to the Knights of Kevin at the $3 <laughs> level or above. And, uh, <laughs> and you can hear it. This last uh, story that involves both a man's penis and a snake. Hmm. Ah, sometimes people refer to one as the other. A trouser snake. Yep. The most deadly snake of all. (laughs) When it spits venom, it can hurt or it can make a baby. So now we have to pretend like that story, like we finished that story and it was funny so that Mark can just cut it in. (laughs) Ha ha! What what a great story that was! What an amazing story that we... People on Patreon are going to love that one. Yeah. We haven't done it yet. We haven't done it yet. Let's be be for real. We're going to do it and we're going to have a good time. That is for certain. A plus. Mm -hmm. We don't need to act like we're fake surgeons, you know? Because we're real surgeons. We're surgeons of the audio medium. We're surgeons of infotainment. And we don't have to... Perf- oh. oh, God damn it. We don't have to exercise our skills. That would be a vulgar display of our... of our skills. Wow. Profound. Mm. So this episode airs... Uh, this episode drops on November 17th. Which, uh, that's industry speak again for yeah. is release drop. It means release. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, that's not what I meant. But uh, do you guys have anything coming up around uh, November 17th? I don't think so. Every Tuesday in Austin, Texas, I do a comedy show called Excelsior at the Buzzmill East. We just had our first one and it did not go well. <laughs> But I'm hoping that more people, it, it was real good at the other location. We just have to build this location. But ladies and gentlemen, just, just come on down. It's a free show. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do an extended version of the sticky cum joke. I just came up with <laughs> uh, Mark, you have anything coming up? We're, we're going to work on recording. Oh, Viticon's going to, yeah. So that we actually, cause like, you know, it's hard to, 
book shows and do stuff when you don't have anything recorded. I was just say, I've managed to book shows and do stuff without anything good recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll have a leg up if you do something good. Yeah, yeah. Have you, has Viticon played just one show? Yeah. Was everybody into it? Like the all the bandmates, everybody have a really good time? Yeah, I think so. I think it went well. We just have to... Jeez. Were there any headbangers in the crowd? <laughs> Not that I I saw, but like I'm yeah. sure there's some. There was a lot of head nod well, nodders. Oh, well, yeah. that's that's start. a start. That's a start. You can build on that. What about any any of the side to side? What about chicken back? neck forward like a chicken? Yeah, that's a John <laughs> Reese move. Like the fabulous Freebirds. Yeah, this is John Reese move. I desperately want you to leave this in, but I think you've already decided that you're going to take all the discussion. No, I'm not going to put this yeah, in. No. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so I think that wraps up another week at the International News Service. You d- you didn't ask me what I had going on, Kevin. Yeah. It's hey, rude. So I just want to let everybody know Brian doesn't have anything coming up. He might. No, I'm not going to say now. I have something really. No, I have something really cool happening. I'm not going to say. So fuck you. So that wraps up another week at the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Paint INS on turkeys and let them run wild through your cities. And check out our merch store on Redbubble and at our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.